The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets. This will be your Saturday, April 22nd edition. Hope everybody had a good Friday and is ready for the weekend. I told you it was going to be a crazy Friday slate, and it sure was. There was so many home runs. It was crazy. It wasn't even worth stacking. Uh, Certain stacks worked, obviously. The Rays turned out to be pretty good. Um, A few others, but all in all, it was just utter chaos. Um, pitching was all over the board. Um, it was great. Kluber was the man. He was the high price guy to own. Uh, Verlander looked great until he imploded in the fifth or sixth, whatever it was. Hamels got it done. That Royals offense is just putrid. Um, and then Wainwright, Wainwright shut down the red hot Brewers, but we will be going back to that. Well, I got to see that Brewers offense get shut down for good because they are just too good right now to, to, against the opposing pitchers to just not play them. But uh, we'll get into to Saturday's action. 15-game uh, all day, 6-game early, 9-game evening, two little decent-sized slates, 9-game. I kind of like that 9-game size. 6 isn't bad. I, I'm not a big fan of like those 4-game slates, but 6 isn't bad. Uh, pitching is much more suspect today, but yesterday we thought we had good options, and it did not matter. So maybe we want suspect. Maybe that's what we want. Heck, even our, ch- our choice of Meyer was looking great, and then all of a sudden – with two outs in the fourth, he couldn't find the strike zone and walked the bases loaded, and they yanked him. He was looking great. But um, the bats were – we picked the right bats except for Milwaukee, but everybody was on Milwaukee. The pitching was just the issue because um, I look at all my lineups. I cashed a little, didn't cash enough, but um, bats were not the issue. So we're going to attack again like we do because we are DFS players, and baseball is baseball. Tis baseball. Hashtag tis baseball. Let's get into this to um, little Vegas action. Talk a little over unders. Your big ones to target: um, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Maeda, Ray, and Coors Light over under nine. Coors Field, of course. You got more versus Sensatella over under eleven. Um, you got Tigers, Twins, Boyd, Mejia, two lefties to target against over under nine. Boston, Baltimore, right, and then Aquino, a spot starting lefty over under nine. Jays, Angels, Lawrence, spot starting for the Angels against the lefty Skaggs over under nine. 
So some nice totals to attack on the slate indeed. Money lines are there, but as we've noticed, the money lines haven't been as important to start this year. That's for darn sure. But um, definitely, definitely looking into um, attacking some of these these arms. There's some decent arms to look at and then some just ones to just unload on. So let's get at it. Six-game early slate, and our highest-priced arm on the board is Jake Arrieta. I know uh, we attacked with Lester yesterday. He looked good, and then about just like Verlander, middle of a start, he got hit around. We're going back to the well against the Reds. Um, Jake Arrieta, $10,600. Huge, huge K upside against the Reds. As we know, the Reds um, are about middle of the pack in baseball when it comes to offense. Uh, all their, except uh, slugging and OPS, they're pretty high. Everything else, they're pretty much middle of the pack. Arietta. Three runs in his last start, three runs in his previous start, and none prior to that. Five, ten, and six when it comes to strikeouts. A good K upside. Um, he's actually pitched better on his two starts on the road than he did at home against Pittsburgh of all teams. But he pitched really well in Milwaukee and at St. Louis. Uh, going up against that Cincy offense that uh, has a lot of good right-handed bats. You know, you obviously have Votto and, you know, Hamilton if you want to consider that a really good bat. Other than that, you're more worried about the likes of Duvall, Eugenio Suarez, maybe Zach Cozart, stuff like that. I like me some Jake Arrieta, 10-6. He looks to be back to his old Cy Young form. Um, I will definitely give him the nod on the short slate. Another guy I will roll the dice with, Michael Pineda, $10,100. The price tag is absolutely ludicrous for Pineda, and that's why I like him. That is exactly why I like him. Because the fact that, that that price tag stands out to be so stupid... Most people will be like, nope, not paying that price tag for Pineda. And I can't blame a lot of people because we know Pineda can get blown up in a third of an inning. And CC Zabathi was so frustrating today because he gave up a couple home runs, but he grinded and grinded and grinded. Pitched pretty decent. Uh, in the first inning, he gives up the solo shot to Mercer, and he gives up three singles. Two don't even leave the, the infield and give up the second run that way. It was just an interesting start from CC. I don't regret that play at all. He, he just... Couldn't locate where he needed to locate, but he wasn't horrible. Which the, the the line score won't show it. It was really weird. But Pineda at ten thousand one hundred against the Pirates offense, which is not good, and that K upside with Pineda is filthy. He's coming off of uh, two earned runs and in seven innings against St. Louis, one earned run and seven and two thirds against Tampa Bay. Back to back outstanding starts, six Ks, eleven Ks. It's about a one to one ground ball to fly ball ratio right now. Absolutely love what I'm seeing from him. The price tag, like I said, is stupid. It's just dumb. But in that ballpark, it's a nice transition from Yankee Stadium into PNC. That's a big plus going up against that offense, uh, a very right-handed dominant offensive lineup. Uh, give me Pineda at 10-1. He will be very under-owned, very, very under-owned on a small slate. If he does what he can do, give you six or seven with eight-plus Ks, um, get you 25 plus points. I know you want more than that from 10,100, but that's just what you got to shoot for on this slate. Get that from his ownership value. Could be very, very huge. I'm a big fan of that today. Jacob DeGrom, he got scratched on Friday night. Harvey filled in on regular rest. He scheduled the pitch on Saturday. Make sure he starts, but it's really funny. Still facing the Nats. He went from a $10,000 pitcher down to 9,900. Hmm. Is DraftKings saying, well, he's hurt or what? I don't know what's going on. I think a lot of guys are going to be off of him because they are worried that he is hurt. 
it kind of makes me want to play him a little bit. Uh, GPP-wise, do not play him in cash. $9,900, tread lightly. Obviously, he could be banged up for all we know. But same reasons applied to the day before. Uh, good K upside. The Nationals are a hot offense. But Harvey did well, too. He gave up the bomb to uh, Harper. But all in all, they uh, they only scored three runs until the extra innings. So Harvey pitched really well. DeGrom has better stuff than Harvey. So uh, he could be in line for a nice start with good K upside at $9,900. Very nice option as well. In that same matchup, a pitcher I really, really like, Gio Gonzalez, $9,500 against those Mets. Usually I like the Mets against the lefty, but no Yanis Espedes most likely. His hamstring's pretty banged up. He's still day-to-day technically, but they're saying he can't even run right now. They, they had to pinch hit Zach Wheeler for Matt Harvey last uh, on Friday night. So keep that in mind. No Espedes is huge. You're going to have like Bruce, who can hit lefties a bit, but you're going to have Conforto because the other big lefty master, Wilmer Flores, is on the DL. Uh, Lagaris, I believe, is banged up. Their big guys to target against lefties aren't around. J.R. Nodes banged up. He might not even be playing. So you have Renee Rivera behind the dish, who I don't mind if you're going to fade Gonzalez as a very cheap catching option. But as a whole, there's going to be a lot of lefties in this lineup for Gonzalez to attack. And um, Gonzalez, he, he brings the strikeout upside to his matchups. Um, it, he uh, only had two his last time out, but prior to that, six and seven. He's usually good for five-plus Ks in most of his starts, and he goes deep. He's gone, he went seven and a third against Philly for uh, two earned, seven against St. Louis for one earned, and six against Miami for no earned. All three of those were at home, so he hasn't been on the road yet this year, but he's been outstanding. Um, really good ground ball to fly ball in his last start, but um, I like him a lot against this very, very crippled Mets lineup. Give me some Geo at 95. So the four top pitchers, Arietta, Pineda, DeGrom, Geo, all very nice. Uh, you can go Jamison Tyon at 92 against the Yankees. Um, there's upside there. I like the Yankees bats. Those lefties are good. They they hit Glasnow around. Glasnow pitched with fire a lot and got out of trouble. That, that could have gotten ugly a few times. So don't let that one fool you. Just like CeCe played with fire and got burned a little bit. Glasnow played with fire and got away with it. That game just had all kinds of stuff written all over it. Tyon is pitching very well this year. Very, very well at $9,200. He's a very nice option as well. Moving on to Jarrell Cotton at $7,800 at home against Seattle. Cotton in the Oco Coliseum is just a great look right there. He's going to be popular on this short slate. But uh, he got beat up his last time out against Texas. Five and a third, five earned prior to that at Kansas City. Seven innings, two hits, no earn. Prior to that, got beat up against the Angels. So it's like Jekyll and Hyde with Cotton. We've seen really good stuff with him. The uh, Mariners were like the target against the lefty. But as a whole, their offense is struggling this season. They're struggling on Friday night against Manaya. Um, Manaya pitched beautifully against them. So um, Jarrell Cotton, GPP only, $7,800 with some upside gamble there. Another upside gamble play, but I will stack against this one for sure also. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Morton. Oh, Charlie, $7,400 at Tampa Bay. We love our raised bats, especially against right-handed pitching. So we will be targeting them. But Charlie has been good. Last time out, five innings, five hits, no earn, three Ks against the Angels. He had six Ks against Seattle and four Ks against Seattle. But he's given up no more than three earned in the start. It's kind of sucks. He doesn't go more than five, maybe six innings. That hinders him. But, um... 
I think he'll be good for at least five plus Ks because the Rays strike out a ton. Mike Fires gave up so much hard contact. I I retweeted or t- reposted a tweet um, from the Statcast guy. Um, there are so many hundred mile an hour plus balls hit off of Fires yesterday. It was bananas. Uh, Morton, he's a big-time sinker ball pitcher, so that doesn't bode well for our dongs. But if he's missing, he's going to miss up, and that just means it's just a flat batting practice pitch. So it's the best of both worlds. If he's on, we're in trouble. That's why I like him for a GPP pitcher, because if he's on, he's going to shut the race down and get good strikeouts, five, six quality innings. If he's not, that's why we stack the race in the other lineup, because there's going to be offense to be had. But Charlie Morton, good GPP play. And that's it. I don't like anything below that. Below that is hot garbage on this early slate. So there you have it. Arietta, Pineda, DeGrom, Gonzalez, Cotton, Morton. We're going to have to pay for pitching on this early slate because that bottom stuff, it is ugly, ugly, ugly. Um, it's four lefties that we are going to stack against the best you can price-wise. And let's kick it off with the catching position. Wilson Contreras at $4,100. Going up against the lefty Cody Reed of Cincinnati. Evan Gaddis, 3,800 against the lefty Blake Snell. Evan Gaddis crushes left-handed pitching. Gaddis is a phenomenal play. Snell's a... I, I would have tried Snell in a GPP, but at 8,300, I just can't do it. He's so inconsistently bad. He, he's like one inning, it's there, and one inning, it's not. I just can't do it. I know Pineda's the same way, but there's way, way more of a track record and upside with Pineda. Gaddis, 3,800, give it to me. Fegley against the lefty for the A's, $3,200. Our man, James McCann, this might be my favorite catcher. I love him against the lefty. He went ding-dong on Friday night. He's $3,100 on Saturday, going up against Mejia of the Twins. We have Matt Wieters, $3,100 against DeGrom. And then, like I said, if DeArnold's not catching, you can go him if he is catching. If he's not, you got Rene Rivera at $2,300 for the Mets. Moving on to first base, Anthony Rizzo, 5,100. Uh, he went ding-dong on Friday night. Miguel Cabrera, he left Friday's game with a groin injury. I wouldn't be surprised if he sits on Saturday. So keep an eye on that. He's 4,900. If he's not, go V-Mart. V-Mart is very healthily priced. Um, I have him at $3,900. He will be a nice look there as well. And the other day, I know it would be a lefty-lefty, so I don't know what they'll do with the lineup, but the other day they had Alex Avila playing first base. Uh, not a bad look either. I'd rather not go there, but he's really cheap if you need that direction. But we prefer mechanic catcher anyways, so probably not. Uh, just something to keep an eye on if you want to be really, really different. Votto, 4,900 against Arietta, just because it's Votto. That's about the only one of the few bats for the Reds I'd use. Lomo, I called a ding-dong on Friday for Lomo. He went ding-dong. He's 3,400 against um, Morton. I'm not saying he's going to go ding-dong against Morton, but I still like him. He's just a really good hitter, and you target him as often as you can against right-handed pitching. Uh, Yuli Gurriel. I mentioned him on Friday that his bat is heating up. He had another big night, a few more few more hits, going up against the lefty in Snell. I like him at 3,300. Um, you're going to have to save money to pay for pitching, and Gurriel has a lot of upside at $3,300. Um, good looking play there. If you really want to get creative, you can go Josh Bell against Pineda. Uh, if you're not using Pineda, he's a switch hitter. He's gone yard twice in the last couple days. He went yard yesterday off of uh, CC. 
young kid with good power upside. He can uh, give you a good GPP play there. Second base is loaded. You got Brian Dozier who mashes lefties. He's $5,000. Kinsler hits lefties well, except he disappointed us on Friday night. He's 48. Altuva hits lefties well. He's 48. Benny Zobra is first, uh, second base outfit eligible. He matches lefty. He's 46. You got Robbie Cano against Cotton at 43. You got Daniel Murphy against DeGrom at 43. All these are great options. I'd go Dozier first if you want to pay 5K. But if you don't, you can drop down to Javi Baez. He went ding-dong on Friday. He's 42. Brad Miller's 38. Uh, I like, even though it's righty-righty, Starling Castro is batting early in that Yankees lineup. He's $3,500. He's getting on base and doing things, stealing bases, scoring runs, playing some really good ball. I don't mind him at all. If you want a, a total punt GPP, if you are doing like a mini stack against Pineda, uh, Adam Fraser, second base outfit eligible at 3,100. He usually leads off against right-handed pitching. Jed Lowry. Absolutely love Jed. I mentioned him uh, for Friday night. He's a switch hitter. He's mashing the ball right now. Absolutely mashing it. He's hitting like second or third most days in the order. He's only 3,000. He's a really, really good look. Adam Rizal is playing, uh, playing a lot of shortstop right now. He's second base, third base eligible. He hits really well off of lefties. He's an interesting look as well. You need to see how the A's construct their roster because you don't want to be like, if you are stacking, you don't want to have like, you know, the one, three, five, and then the nine hitter. Or you know, it kind of wraps around. But you know what I mean? You kind of want to stack close together the best you can. Um, the way this slate shapes up, you might want to do a couple like two-man stacks or a two and a three or something and then some one-offs uh, just to save money price-wise type deal. And then another punt play in the A's lineup if he's playing. Chad Pender at 2,300. He's been playing against lefties a lot. He's uh, sometimes leading off against lefties. That's why he's an interesting punt play at $2,300. Heading over to third base, we got Christopher Bryan at 5,100 against Reed. Obviously, that's a great play. Miggy Snow, absolutely love him at 43 against Boyd. Longo, 43 against Morton. Castellanos is phenomenal at 4,000 against Mejia. Ploof against the lefty. He had a righty deep on Friday night, but he's been hitting lefties great his whole career and still again this season. He's only 37. You got Healy, first base, third base, eligible for the A's at 36. And then Chase Headley, he's 3,200. If you're on that fade tie-on bandwagon, he was batting second on Friday night. He's another great play. He had another couple hits. The guy just keeps hitting. He doesn't have as much homer upside, especially outside of Yankee Stadium. So it kind of turns you off a little bit DFS-wise. Because DraftKings less, less so than FanDuel. You want the home run, obviously, unless you got a guy that's going to steal bases. Headley's not stealing it. He only got a couple steals this year, but he's usually not stealing your bases. But he's producing. So 3200 if you need to save money, not a bad play. But uh, I really like Plouffe, middle of the pack there at 37, Sano at 43, obviously Christopher Bryant, and then Castellanos, 4K. A lot of good options at third base. Shortstop, uh, Carlos Correa is 47 against Snell. He came back from his injury. He hasn't really got it going yet, so just buyer beware on that one. You know how talented he is, not that he's not going to get going. Um, there's just other options, except shortstop's kind of limited, but there's other options. Like Addison Russell at $4,100, $600 cheaper. I'll take Addison Russell batting cleanup against Cody Reed. Azdrubal Cabrera, $3,700 against Gio Gonzalez, and Taylor Motter, $33 against Jarrell Cotton. Heading to the outfield, you got Bryce Harper at 52. That guy is just so locked in, it's stupid. 
You got Kyle Schwarber at 5K. Justin Upton against the lefty at 46. He's starting to heat up a little bit, folks. Um, and he's super low owned almost every night. With no Miggy in the lineup, Upton becomes a really sneaky nice play with Castellanos, maybe some Kinsler. It's just an expensive stack. It's the only downside. So maybe do like a two or three Tigers and then mix it with some of the cheap A's or some cheap Rays, stuff like that. That's how you're going to have to do it. Um, make it work that way. Springer, 4,500 against Snell. McCutcheon, 43 against Pineda. Polanco, 42 against Pineda. K with the Chris Davis, 41 against the lefty uh, Miranda. Absolutely love Chris Davis on the early slate. Adam Eaton, 4K. Rec, uh, Robbie Grossman, switch hitter, 3,800. He's been swinging a sweet stick. Ellsbury, 3,700. Beltran, 3,700. He's donged on back-to-back games. Sousa Jr., just on fire. Hits righties, hits lefties, hits them all right now. 3,700. Kiermaier, he's 3,600. Beware, he left Friday's game early, but they're saying he was just not feeling well. Like He might have had the shits or something. I don't know. He's not hurt, they said. They said, don't worry, he's not injured. So just make sure he's in the lineup. Um, Mitch Hanniger on fire at 3600 Dick went yard again. He's $3,500. This guy's amazing. His homer was a bomb. Uh, Jared Dyson, I put him down here. He's 3100 For some reason, if he's leading off, do it. If not, uh, Heretta will be leading off. One of those two will be a good, cheap piece of Seattle if you're stacking that game against Cotton. But with the righty on the mound, it should be Dyson. And then if for some reason Aaron Hicks is in the Yankees lineup, because no DH, probably not. But if he is, he's 3K, and that's very much worth the play value-wise. So there you have it. There's your early slate pitching. Jake Arrieta, 10-6. Michael Pineda, 10-1. DeGrom, 99. Gio, 95. Jarrell Cotton, 78. Charlie Morton, 74. We're stacking Detroit against Mejia. Remember, Miggy might be out. Look at um, Jay up. Love Castellanos at 4K. McCann behind the dish at 31 is great, especially when they're batting him like fifth. Um, don't forget Kinsler. Minnesota against Boyd is phenomenal. Snow's only 43. Grossman's 38. Dozier's 5K, but he just mashes lefties. Cubs versus the lefty Reed is outstanding. Uh, you got uh, Chris Bryant leading the pack. Russell at shortstop at 41 is a great price. So on Javi Baez, don't forget him when you, you always look at the big names, Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber. Don't forget Javi Baez on a game like tomorrow. Oakland A's against Miranda is a very nice stack. A's against the lefty. Their bats are heating up. K with the Chris Davis at 41. I mentioned Jed Lowry at 3K is a phenomenal value play. Got guys like Rosales, Fegley behind the dish. Uh, you can go Healy, Plouffe at 37. Lots of really good options in that A's lineup to uh, fade. Fade the uh, fade the chalk, fade some expensive plays, save some money. Tampa Bay against Morton, we know what to do there. And then Houston versus Snell, Gaddis rakes lefties. Don't forget Gary L is a cheap first baseman option at 33. Some stuff to like on that six-game slate. A little off-the-wall stuff makes it really interesting. Let's go to the nine-game evening slate. We kick it off with Carlos Carrasco. In Chicago at $10,900, he is your highest price pitcher on the evening slate. We saw what Corey Kluber did when he walked into Chicago. I said it when I previewed Kluber. People are just dominating the White Sox. The White Sox are going to have a good game probably once, maybe twice a week. The rest of the time, they're going to get shut down. And that's why we're going to target them almost every day. Especially with an arm like Carrasco who could strike out the world. 
He faced Chicago a couple starts ago, seven innings, four hits, one earned, seven Ks, lights out stuff. Uh, he pitched really well against Detroit his last time out, and even against Texas. He is a strikeout machine. The White Sox strike out a ton. I don't have to go too deep into this. You saw what Kluber did tonight. He shut them down, literally shut them out, um, and struck them out a ton. Carrasco at 10-9. It's pricey. It's great because the pitching sucks tonight. So 10-9 Carrasco. Get it in. Next up, we're going Robbie Ray. The price tag is still too low on this man. I know it's in Coors Light, so maybe that's part of the pricing reason. But Robbie Ray, he's $8,600. He's a really good pitcher, and he's facing the Dodgers who can't hit a lefty. He just faced them in L.A., given better park. Six innings, three hits, one earned, ten strikeouts. He struck out eight Giants and six and two-thirds his prior start. Even his one start at home with five and two-thirds, only gave up three runs, struck out six. He is pitching phenomenal to start the year. He is a strikeout monster. He strikes out a ton of guys, and the Dodgers cannot hit left-handed pitching. Robbie Ray at $8,600 might be the most chalky pitching play in a while. Well, there's always at least one, but this is the chalky pitching play of the night, and it's hard to avoid. Um, usually try to avoid the chalk, but this one's its the perfect storm. Uh, he might get blown up, but this is the perfect storm. Jared Eikhoff, $8,300 against the Atlanta Braves. I mentioned Jeremy Hellickson on Friday night. Hellboy did his thing, just like you expect him to do. Eikhoff's even better. He's got much more K upside against the Braves. The Braves strike out a decent amount, and around 20% of the time. And you got Eikhoff... He's gone 5, 7, and 6 Ks in his three starts against Washington, the Mets, and the Cincinnati, three teams that are hitting the ball overall well on the season. It is a tougher ballpark to pitch in, given, but uh, against the Mets in this park, seven innings, three hits, one earned, seven Ks. So you got that going for you. Uh, very nice play. Most people won't look that way because they see Freddie Freeman and the likes, and I don't blame you. I'll have Freddie Freeman in some lineups. That's a great play. But um, Jared Eikhoff at $8,300 is phenomenal. A Robbie Ray Eikhoff combo, I can dig that. Tyler Skaggs, eighty-two hundred against the Toronto Blue Jays. I mentioned how we will be fading the White Sox yesterday. I also mentioned how we'll be fading Toronto, and Meyer was looking great. Toronto still hasn't done anything on the evening. Skaggs is a really solid pitcher coming back from his injury. You know he's going to struggle off and on. He pitched, he struggled his first two starts. His last time out, given it's the Royals, and they suck. But hey, Toronto sucks too. The Royals, seven innings, four earned, four hits, no earned, nine Ks. He's striking out at least five every game, so that's the bright side. He's got his strikeout stuff there. It's just a matter of walks and um, and just keeping the ball down because he has a little fly ball tendency on the games. He's getting blown up. So uh, I like him until the Blue Jays prove me otherwise. Skaggs is $8,200. Very good play. Good K upside going up against that Blue Jays offense. Now we're going to get a little dicey. you got two dicey plays on the slate. We're going to go way down the pitching slate. And we're going to go Chase Anderson at $5,700 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. I know it's the Cardinals. They, you know, they hit okay. They had a good night. But they faced Willie Peralta. Chase Anderson is a better pitcher than Peralta. At one time, Chase Anderson was one of the higher prospects in the, Bra- in the D-backs organization before he was traded to Milwaukee. He's pitched very well this year. Um... His last go-around against the Cubs, five innings, seven hits, two earned, five Ks. Against the Jays, seven innings, three hits, no earned, seven Ks. And then against Colorado, six innings, three hits, one earned, four Ks. Really solid stuff in really tough ballparks. One was at home, one was in the Rogers Center, and then one was in Chicago with the wind blowing out. 
So he's pitched very well to start the year. He's only $5,700. He's averaging 21.2 points per game. That's inflated because he had one 30-point start, but the other two, 16.5 on both starts. I'll take that right now for 5700 bucks. Going up against the Cardinals, if he can navigate around Matt Carpenter, he should be okay. For Christ's sake, Wainwright did most of the damage on Friday night. So Chase Anderson at $5,700, really good, really good play for me on Saturday. And the one that if you don't want to touch, I don't blame you because I usually try to stay far, far away from Coors Field. But Antonio Sensatella of the Colorado Rockies, $4,100. I'm a believer. The kid is good. He uh, last time out against the Giants in San Francisco, seven innings, seven hits, three earned. Those three earned came like in the first inning, and then he settled down and got it done. His start is only start at Coors against San Diego, seven innings, five hits, two earned, five Ks. This kid's been good. And then in a tough park in Milwaukee, he shut down the Brew Crew. He's been really good. And at $4,100, we're not asking for the world. If he wants to throw up a, a five or six innings, three runs, five Ks, I am all game for that at $4,100. Bucks. This kid's really good. Um, I'm not saying to go all in on Sensatella. Definitely have some Giants Coors exposure. But um, he, this kid's really good. His movement works in Coors. He, he's got the stuff. The blow-ups come and he's young. He hasn't had the blow-up start yet, but this kid's good. And at $4,100, I will back him in a GPP play because no one will be owning him at all on Saturday night. So there you go. Carrasco at 10-9 at the White Sox. Robbie Ray, 86 versus the Dodgers. Eikhoff, 83 versus Atlanta. Skaggs, 82 versus Toronto. Anderson, 57 versus St. Louis. And we got Sensatella 41 versus the Giants. Let's get to the bats. At the catcher's position, uh, I'm going to name the Giants just because it's Coors Field, but Buster Posey, $4,500. You got uh, Wellington Castillo going against the knuckleballer Wright. The Baltimore Orioles destroyed Stephen Wright his last time out, and Wright just has been wrong this season. So we'll be targeting the, the, the Orioles again. Castillo's 3700 Salvi Perez, 3700 against A.J. Griffin. Uh, I'm not going to target a ton of Royals, but Salvi's been swinging a good stick this year. Griffin's a hot mess coming off uh, his injury, coming back, first start back. You go Walters or Garneau, uh, catching for the Rockies against Moore. Real Muto, 3500 against Jared Weaver. Robinson Trino, I talked about him for Friday night. He double-donged. If he's catching again, because they like to either put Lucre at DH or first base a lot. So Torino's 3,100. The the, the Rangers will be interesting because they're facing Kennedy. Kennedy can strike out a ton of guys, but he's a massive fly ball pitcher. It's warming up in Texas. You saw how the ball was flying out. Torino's double-donged. Gallo double-donged. So things are looking up there in Texas. Give me some Torino's at 31. Uh, we like our Phillies against Jaime Garcia, Cameron Rupp, 3,100. The, the uh, Milwaukee catchers, Pena at 29, or Bandy at 28 against Lynn. And then Hedges, Austin Hedges, $2,700 going up against um, Dan Straley. Straley looked good his last start out, but he's a hot, he's a hot mess. I am not buying that one second. First base, you got Goldie, 4,900 against Maeda. Matt Carpenter, 47 against Anderson. Freddie Freeman, 46 against Eikhoff. Freeman went yard again on Friday. He is just a monster. If you aren't using Eikhoff, I would recommend having some action on Freeman. Brandon Belt, 4,600, hit an absolute moonshot to center field on Friday night. 
Chris Davis, 4,500, is a really solid play against Wright. Reynolds, 4,400 against Moore. Myers, 4,400 for the Padres. Um, Carlos Santana, 4,300. The Indians will be playing. It was supposed to be Shields. That's what it still says on DraftKings. But Shields got put on the DL, and Mike Pelfrey will be starting in his place. So really, no difference. Carlos Santana, $4,300, lock and load. Albert Pujols, 4100 against the spot starter Lawrence for the Jays. You got uh, Eric Thames, finally had an 0 for a game. Oh, no, oh, no. His price tag went up, too. We're not going to use him. Yes, 4100 against Loretta Lynn. I will use him. Tommy Joseph, 3800 against the lefty Garcia. Trey Mancini, 3300 against Wright. And if you're going to go a little off the wall and you're going to fade Weaver, Justin Bohr at 3200 is a sneaky GPP play because of the dong upside. GPP only. Second base, Johnny VR, 4,600. I'm still on the Brewers bandwagon, like I said. DJ LeMahieu, 4,600. Joe Panic, 44. They're Coors action. Kipnis is back. He was 4,200 on Saturday. But I'll be going Joe Ramirez at 3,900 because there's only one second baseman you can use from Cleveland on DraftKings. So I'll save 300 and go with the guy that's been playing all year in Ramirez, 3,900. D Gordon's 4,100 against Weaver. Get on base. Weaver throws it so slow. If Gordon gets to jump off the first thing, he probably gets the second before the ball gets home. So he might he might be stealing some bases on Saturday night. Forty one hundred bucks. Jonathan Scope thirty eight hundred against the Knuckler and Solarte thirty four hundred against Straley. That's a good value play right there. At third base, you got Arenado fifty one hundred. Arenado he likes he likes Matthew Moore six for eleven lifetime three doubles and a homer. Machado, 4,700. He went deep on Friday. Eduardo Nunez, 4,400. Mikel Franco against the lefty. He is $4,200. We have Jed Jericho, 3,900. Jacob Lamb against Aridi, $3,900. Still too cheap. And he is 8 for 17 lifetime with three doubles and a home run off of Kenta Maeda. Get your Jake Lamb on. Joey Gallo, double dong. I keep mentioning how this guy is a GPP goldmine. And he's actually hitting pretty consistently this week. I'm not saying he's going to do it. I can see a 0 for 40 coming his way. It's just how he hits. But, man, it's an extra base machine. It's doubles or homers. It seems like every game if he hits. $3,700. Justin Turner, $3,700. Travis Shaw, still cheap at $3,600. Uh, the Moose is loose. Mike Moustak is $3,500. Another cheap piece of San Diego against Straley. Ryan Shimp, 3500 and then a nice, really, really, really cheap Indians bat. Like, Ramirez was cheap at 3900 which I liked a lot. Lonnie Chisenhall, he's only 3200 bucks. He's third base and outfield eligible. He's so cheap against Pelfrey. That's near a must play for me. That's just good. To get a piece of a Cleveland stack at that price is outstanding. Moving over to shortstop, you got Corey Seager at 45 B. Craw at 43 Trevor Story is the lefty at 43 is criminally cheap. He had an oppo taco granny on Friday night. Uh, Lindor, 4,100 is pretty cheap for Lindor. He's struggling his last few games, but still the talent's there, and that's just cheap. And then too low, 3,600 against the lefty if you're fading Skaggs. Heading to the outfield, it's loaded as always. You got Mookie Betts, 5,300 against the replacement pitcher for the Orioles. Mikey Trout, 5,200. Ryan Braun, 4,800. Blackman, 4,800. Hanram, 4,600 against the lefty. Cargo 4,600. Pence 4,600. Brantley. I like Michael Brantley tonight at 4,400. 
Trumbull at 4,400, Span at 4,400, Adam Jones at 4,300, Chu at 4,300. A lot of high, higher priced, really solid options here. You got Christian Yellick against Weaver at 4,200. You go Matt Kemp at 41. AJ Pollock had a huge night on Friday night. He's heating up again. He's 4K. Para, a piece of coolers for only 4K. Puig against a lefty, only 39. And he. It, he's got a home run against uh, Robbie Ray. Calhoun, 3,800. I love Nomar Mazar at 3,800. The chance against a home run pitcher like Kennedy in that ballpark at $3,800, that is a great play. Uh, Enciarte, $3,800. Marquez is 36. Peralta, 36. Peralta against Maeda at 36 is pretty nice. Marcelo Zuna, he's absolutely on fire. Went yard again on Friday night. I don't care if it's a righty on the mound. It's Jared Weaver for crying out, crying out loud. And he's $3,500. That's just too cheap. Uh, Margot, $3,300 for the Padres. Renfro, $3,200 for the Padres. And then check out the Dodgers lineup. you got Kiki or Van Slyke. Their lefty lineup, $2,800. So lots of good options there. The night slate is pretty fun. Like the, the morning slate, you can get you got to get really creative, a little off the wally. The night slate, it's, you, can, you can stack around and play because there's a couple cheaper pitching options. You can have some fun with this one. Um, so we'll recap that real quick for you. The pitching on the nine-game evening slate. Carrasco, 10-9 against the White Sox. Robbie Ray, 8,600 against the Dodgers. Eikhoff, 83 against Atlanta. Skaggs, 82 against Toronto. Uh, Anderson, 57 versus Seattle, or St. Louis. And Sensatella, 41 versus the Giants. We're stacking Cleveland versus Pelfrey, folks. Some of those guys are too cheap. Ramirez is too cheap. Chisinau is criminally cheap. Lindor is much cheaper than he usually is. Brantley wasn't too bad. Uh, there's good options there. There's some other guys I don't even mention. You got you got Giants against Sensatella, Rockies against Moore. There's some really good Rockies against Moore in Coors. Uh, Boston against the lefty Aquino, and then some Baltimore bullpen. You know, Hanram at 46 might be a good look. Betts is always a good look. So some right-handed bats there. Uh, Angels against the the youngster Lawrence from Toronto. Pujols, uh, Calhoun, Trout, obviously. Milwaukee versus Loretta Lynn. I am all over Milwaukee again. Give me my VR. Give me my Thames at 41. Give me my shot at 36. My Ryan Braun. I'm in again. The cheap catchers because they're hitting in the middle of the order. Don't forget them. Uh, Pina and Bandy. Baltimore against Stephen Wright. They teed off on him last time. Uh, Miami against Weaver. It's an interesting look if you're going that route. You know, got Giancarlo. Zuna is criminally cheap at 35. Boar's a good GPP at 32. Yellick at 42. D. Gordon at 41. Uh, I love Philadelphia against Garcia. You got Tommy Joseph at first. Rupp catching. You got Hernandez at, at second. Odebell in the outfield. Um, look at Althair as a cheap outfield option. I forgot to mention him. He's a good outfield option against lefties. Check out their lineup. They usually have, oh, Mikel Franco at, at third base. I mentioned him at 4,200. Really good option. He's, starting, he's hitting the ball well the last few days as well. And then San Diego against Straley, really cheap. Margot, um, Renfro, Myers, Schimpf, and Salarte. Most of those guys outside of Myers are 3500 or less. So you can do like a mini stack there and then pay up for some Coors or whatever. There's tons of options. But uh, Robbie Ray, Carlos Carrasco, definitely one, two on that list. Probably Ray's probably one for me. Just a scary ballpark is this downside. But just awesome, awesome matchup against the shitty Dodgers team against lefties, and strikeout potential is huge. So there you have it, guys. 15 games all day. You got six games early, nine games late. I broke them down for you. 
bang it out. Let's cash. Let's cash to on on Saturday night. I won't be back like normal. I take Sundays off to do my thing, but I'll be back on Monday for you guys. I uh, hope everybody has a good rest of your weekend, and I will catch you guys then. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Saturday, April twenty second edition. Catch you guys later. Thank <laughs> you.